Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Fried fam, you know how much I love keeping it real and sharing true, deep, and dark stories about life and burnout. You also know, if you've been around for a while, that I have never had a quote-unquote real job because I've been an entrepreneur since the day I finished school. And entrepreneurship can be lonely. That's why if you're an entrepreneur or a creative like me, I want you to listen to the Who Made You the Boss podcast with Lindsay Epperly. With deep dives into imposter syndrome, honesty about bank accounts and life drama, and stories about the fallacy of balancing it all, Lindsay and Who Made You the Boss make the world of entrepreneurship more real, more connected, and less lonely. I recommend starting with episode three, all about slowing down for more impact. You can thank me later. Hey, Fried fans, are you ready to beat burnout for good? I want you to join our newsletter for top tips, resources, and, as per usual, a touch of humor delivered straight to your inbox. Plus, when you do that, you'll get our core values exercise, which is your secret weapon to kickstart your burnout recovery and then keep it away long term. Don't wait. Head to bit.ly forward slash core values freebie and start feeling better today. That link will also be in the show notes. Welcome to Fried, the burnout podcast. Fried is the podcast for everyone who has ever felt burnout because of their job, relationship, or life. Kate Donovan, burnout expert, will interview a new guest each week who will share their burnout stories with all the gory details. Every episode will give you immediate action steps that you can take right now if you're feeling fried and crispy around the edges. Fried's main goals are to raise burnout awareness, kill the associated shame, and create a movement to end burnout culture. Hey, Fried friends, this episode of Straight from Kate is being released August 23rd, 2020, which happens to be my 38th birthday. And I love my birthday. So I want you to come on to Instagram and wish me a happy birthday because that's fun. And I know that usually people are like, it's my birthday. I want to give you all these things. But honestly, it's my birthday and I want attention for it. (laughs) Maybe that's crazy and maybe it's ridiculous, but I love my birthday. I have always loved my birthday. My birthday is at the best time in the summer for New England, I think, when at night it starts to get a little bit cool, but it's still hot enough for the beach and the pool during the day. And it's just so much fun. Plus, I can eat cake and ice cream with no guilt. And I know you should probably, you'll probably say you shouldn't have guilt anyway, but here's the tea I do. So there's that. So it's my birthday today, and I love my birthday. And I wanted to come on and talk to you guys today about 
one of my special talents that I have when I work with you as a coach. One of the things that I love doing, especially right in the beginning of us working together, is choosing a word that is representative of what's going on in your particular burnout and where our focus should be throughout. And having this one particular word, like, you know, some people pick a word in the beginning of the year in order to help guide them through the year as long as they focus on it. You know, my word for 2020 is pleasure. And so yay for my birthday. I'll just insert that again. And I I like to give people a word because I want you to understand that your burnout does have a simple solution as long as we stay focused. And it's really easy to get distracted by all the shiny things when some when we really need to just be sure that we are constantly on the right track. So I'm going to give you an example of uh, the last five words that I used with clients and how what they mean and how that's helpful, right? So one of the words that came up during the first session with somebody a few months ago was safety. There was an inherent sort of lack of safety in their lives. And what we needed to focus on was creating enough feelings of safety in order to allow the nervous system to calm down. And so the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for rest and relaxation, so that part of the nervous system could take over. And once that is ignited, then your body can start actually the restoration process. This is when your brain cells can regrow. This is when you start communicating with your body better. This is when you're able to not feel tired but wired. You're able to slow down your thoughts. You're able to meditate. You're able to do a million extra things because your nervous system is in place. But when we talk about safety, we have to remember that safety doesn't necessarily always mean something big and major. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that you're living in a neighborhood that makes you fear for your life when you go outside. Sometimes it can mean living with somebody who explodes in anger frequently and makes you feel nervous and uncomfortable because you're never sure what their reaction is going to be, right? Sometimes safety can be you know, not feeling like you are taking good care of your stuff. So you feel bad about buying expensive things because you're afraid that you're going to break it because you've broken something in the past. Like these are all things that might lead us to think that your focus may have to be safety. Now, these words come up naturally, like intuitively when I'm on calls with clients. So I don't know if any of these belong to you. The point is to give you sort of an idea of how it might look if we work together, especially in the beginning. Another word that has come up actually two or three times this year is um, owning your genius. I know that that's more of a phrase. I guess I could just say genius, but owning your genius because I have talked to quite a few people this year who were doing jobs that were on the right path toward where they were going but weren't allowing them to fully embody the the depth of the work that they're meant to do here. So, you know, for instance, if somebody was teaching in a college and they were supposed to be doing TED Talks and becoming famous, still teaching, still standing in front of a crowd, still presenting themselves, but on a smaller scale than they needed to. Thank you. 
Pride fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? Cyfox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. That's one that's come up quite a few times. And usually I see that the the lack of alignment is not even necessarily that you're in the quote unquote wrong job, just that you've outgrown that situation and you're afraid to take the next step. So you've burnt out on the step below you because it's costing you too much energy to continue doing a thing that is almost too easy for you. So people often get confused by this because they're like, well, my job isn't hard for me. This is really simple, but you're not using your potential the way that you know that you should. And and that's really important. So the first word I mentioned was safety. The second one was alignment. Another one that comes up often and you know, it can, it's a little bit similar to alignment, but it's truth. And when I see truth come up, it's usually because somebody is living a life that their parents slash caregivers slash families slash culture would deem acceptable, but they want to do something a little bit different. And because right now in 2020, there are so many jobs that just never existed before, like virtual assistants and podcasters, you know, for instance, burnout coaches, <laughs> what the hell is a burnout coach? 10 years ago, we didn't exist. So there's a lot of um, angst right now around taking positions or performing jobs or building businesses around things that are quote unquote, not as socially acceptable as the traditional um, modes of working. And when that doesn't really line up with what your family wanted for you and you haven't allowed yourself the truth of that. So you haven't allowed yourself to say, I know that they wanted this for me for, to keep me safe. And they thought it would bring me fulfillment, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to go do this thing. That's a little bit different. Um, and when you haven't said that truth to yourself or admitted that truth to the people around you or lived that truth by taking the next course or taking the next step towards the thing that it, that you want to do, you will definitely burn out because every single day you're doing things in order to please other people instead of please yourself. And that's really massively important. Another word that comes up very often is community. I talk about individualism a lot on the podcast because I think that the Western world's focus on individualism is one of the main factors that's causing burnout. That has not been studied. That is not in scientific research. It is simply my observation. So, you know, if somebody wants to do a meta-analysis of all the burnout studies out there and let me know if that's true, that would be amazing. Um, But I think it's true either way because what happens is when you're burnt out, or actually let's let's back up in order to prevent burnout if you're not burnt out yet you need 
the strength of your community. Being connected to other people matters. That's why often it feels better to help someone else than it does to help ourselves, right? So we need this community around us. We need this community around us to know that when we fall, other people will help us get up. We need this community to help us solve problems along the way that we can't solve ourselves. We need this community to let us know that we are beautiful and loved and valuable and and all of those things. If you missed the straight from Kate two weeks ago about external validation. I want you to go back and listen to that because it's important about this. It it fits in with this community bit right here. And we need a community around us. I know that there's, you know, this Western focus on pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and fixing all your own internal problems. And then the world around you will just sort of fall into place. Like it doesn't work that way. We belong in communities, Communities are massively important. On that note, I will say that after the book comes out, so the Bounce Back Ability Factor, End Burnout, Gain Resilience, and Change the World, my book is due out September 14th. And when the book is out, if you buy the book, there is a link to a Facebook group where we are going to create a community of people who are going to support each other through burnout. So you can join that as of September 14th. Right now, it is a private group who is that is dedicated to the people that are helping me launch the book. And we're having a lot of fun in there, but you'll get access to it in just a couple short weeks. So get ready for that. If you're feeling like you don't have the right kind of community, I'm getting ready to give it to you. So don't worry. It's almost here. It's right around the corner. I'm going to go through one more word because we're already at 10 minutes. I'm talking as fast as I can, but this goes quick. One other word that came up recently, and this was just on a Um, on a free consult. It wasn't even a client, but one of the words that came up recently was embodiment. And embodiment to me in that context means that the knowledge that you've acquired on an intellectual level, you apply to your life in a way that means you feel it on a physical level. That means that the wisdom is not just in your brain, but in your heart and your guts and in your body. Our bodies are so incredibly intelligent, and this was a major trip up for me for a long time. I was often praised as a kid all throughout school for getting good grades, for being the smart one, and so I held on to that intellectualism for a really long time because I thought that that's what what made me valuable. I knew that if I was the smart one that I would be loved, so I held on to that. And it meant that even though I was a stress management expert, I burnt out anyway, because even though I had all the knowledge in my brain, I didn't really feel the knowledge in my body, right? So getting into your body requires, just like the safety, requires slowing down your nervous system enough, calming your nervous system enough for you to start communicating with your body, for you to start knowing when you're noticing when you're getting tense instead of waiting until you have stomach cramps, for you to be able to have a conversation, this might sound silly to some of you, but totally happens, with your stomach or your heart or your liver or your body in general with your hunger. Ask it what it needs. Ask it what it doesn't need. And this this sense of embodiment is supremely important because once you have this knowledge embodied, you don't have to think about whether or not you're going to cross somebody's boundaries, cross your own boundaries, overwork, underwork, because you listen to your body's signals and it becomes easy to say, well, I only put in a four-hour day today, but my body is telling me that it's time to get up and go for a walk, so I'm going to go do that because I trust my body's wisdom. 
right? We stop overriding our body's wisdom with our brain's intent on like getting shit done. And so I think that that's another one that, that comes up frequently and that just came up a couple of weeks ago and I thought was important to share with you. Now, if you would like your own word, then you have to be my coaching client because that's how this works. <laughs> and I love doing this. I love creating these things with you that allow you to focus and allow you to heal. And we do everything that we can in order to get you from a place where you don't even know yourself or like yourself anymore to a place where you feel energized and powerful and peaceful and content moving forward in your life, no matter what direction you end up going in, no matter what business you want to build, no matter what career you want to pursue. Those are all secondary to how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. And I want to get you feeling totally optimal on a day-to-day -day basis. That is my goal. So if you are interested in that and you've been listening to me say that I have these free consults that I do with people and you've been saying, oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to do that. Oh, I'm going to sign up. Oh, I'm going to sign up. I need you to sign up now because the book is coming out in a couple of weeks and I'm going to be inundated with work. I'm sure of it. So I need you to sign up now so that we can get full focused attention on you. A S A. P, because you deserve it and because you're worth it. All right. Talk to you next time. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Fried fam, you know how much I love keeping it real and sharing true, deep, and dark stories about life and burnout. You also know, if you've been around for a while, that I have never had a quote-unquote real job because I've been an entrepreneur since the day I finished school. And entrepreneurship can be lonely. That's why if you're an entrepreneur or a creative like me, I want you to listen to the Who Made You the Boss podcast with Lindsay Epperly. With deep dives into imposter syndrome, honesty about bank accounts and life drama, and stories about the fallacy of balancing it all, Lindsay and Who Made You the Boss make the world of entrepreneurship more real, more connected, and less lonely. I recommend starting with episode three, all about slowing down for more impact. You can thank me later. Hey, Fried fans, are you ready to beat burnout for good? I want you to join our newsletter for top tips, resources, and as per usual, a touch of humor delivered straight to your inbox. Plus, when you do that, you'll get our core values exercise, which is your secret weapon to kickstart your burnout recovery and then keep it away long term. Don't wait. Head to bit.ly forward slash core values freebie and start feeling better today. That link will also be in the show notes.